Welcome to Open Mind Industries Podcast, The Mind Unleashed. Sit back, relax, and unleash your mind. Geek out about whatever. Hey guys, so we're here doing episode 50 of the Mind Unleashed. I don't know if the camera can see me or not, I don't really care. Um, so, what we're doing, recording episode 50 at Universal at Nickelodeon Studios again. Um, as you see, there's a lot of noise, but I'll edit all that out again. Me and Dakota had an awesome day. Wanted to have him back on the pod. We had a lot of fun day, and we wanted to geek out about our game obsession with Hellboy, Wolfman, and everything like that because what we saw. Is Dakota wanted to go see um, the more makeup show here at Universal Orlando because he spotted uh, the Wolfman costume from Van Helsing over in Hollywood. And uh, I do know the guy who plays the character. I can't say who he is for, for safety reasons. But Dakota, oh my god, I never got to get a photo with this guy. We have to go check this guy out. Um, what? What the hell? Why? Like, what brought you to this character? Like, you caught me out of the blue. Oh, I just thought it was interesting. You know, I was doing some research on the history of Universal Studios Hollywood's uh, House of Horrors. Yeah. And uh, was looking at all of its past iterations, um, history of the building. And, uh, yeah, so I had no idea they had a Van Helsing made it, there. It, yeah, like, when you brought it up, I was like, wait, what brought you down kind of down this? Because I was just watching some uh, stuff with Disney. I've been on, like, this thing of, like, wanting to watch all these YouTube videos and wanting to learn, like, about Disney and, like, what sponsorships they lost or gained. Like, what, you, you went down that rabbit hole of finding the Van Helsing thing, like, finding all the house doors. Was it because of Halloween Horror Nights, or...? Well, you know, I actually can't remember the video. There's been quite a few, but, uh... I mean, I guess Horror Nights might have had... It's just usually this time of year yeah. I like to look in. You know, I like Universal Monsters, uh, anyway, all year round, so... I uh, just decided to take a look and see um, if I could find any cool footage from, because I never got to visit the Universal House of Horrors over there. Um, and so I was just checking out to see if I could find some cool footage of it. Yeah. And uh, while I was at it, I was like, oh, let's see all the changes it went through, because it went through a lot of changes. They did. Um, and yeah, the Van Helsing overlay for it was actually one of the most drastic because they ended up changing everything out that was in it. They did. Like, when I first started at um, Universal, and then I started, I walked, started that Poseidon Fury, moved my way over to Terminator 2 3D, and then I got brought over to War Makeup because they, I guess they were down somebody, and they're like, hey, we can use you over here. That was my first iteration with it. And I, you know, I didn't see the show all day until, like, the end of the day. And I was kind of terrified because I'm, like, kind of a scaredy cat, guys. Like, I love horror movies, but I'm tired of the jump scares. Like, I'm tired of, like, and nothing but jump, and it's like, oh, oh come on, can they smoothly do it, let me get, you know, they boost the music up so you get more terrified, and the jump scare doesn't happen, and you're like, and jump scare, and like nothing, like Rob Zombie mentioned it a while back, like he's tired of making them because, and here's a wide shot, and jump scare, jump scare, jump scare. But when I finally went to go see the show, and you know, um, the was like, oh, you gotta go see it, watch the last show, I could not stop laughing, I fell on my side laughing so hard, because the show was funny, but it had the iteration of Van Helsing. And I wasn't a big Hugh Jackman fan back then. Obviously, now when Logan and you can be Kevin Wolverine, you know, it happens. But that's when you see Eddie coming out. And what Eddie did, there were two different variations. 
one I think you knew, and then later on they had to take it out because the lady got hurt. What they yes. would do for the scare with Eddie, who we saw that today, is they would say, okay, we have a creature controller, you're going to control him, and now take a photo with him. So she would stand by Eddie, and one, two, three, Eddie would come alive and chase her kind of around this, this thing. But the actor would take her and move her over to the thing, so they wouldn't touch her in it. And they're like, Mark James would come out and go, oh, here's your freaking picture. What happened was a couple years ago, unfortunately, they had to take that away because the lady, excuse me, were uh, not so terrified that she actually fell off the stage and broke her wrist. So Universal said no more with that because they had ended up having to pay her medical bills, yada yada. And the actor did try to keep pull her, keep her on stage, but she was like, nope, nope, not happening. And she didn't realize the stage was that deep, you know. So. And the other variation now is they let the guests go off stage and then the uh, Alex Ross, the host of the show, will say, hey, you know, and how about here's Freddy and Eddie will come alive and scare the hell out of the audience. And, you know, that's the show that we see now, unfortunately. But the variation between us and Hollywood was much different. It was more like a, a house of horrors. Yeah. Um, over in Hollywood, they didn't really have like a horror makeup show, per se. No. They had horror walkthrough experiences, and even though they were technically billed as something that the whole family could do, they still were scary. Um, they were like year-round versions of Halloween yeah, Horror had, Nights. Like, they had Chucky in one area, like coming out of the curtain. Oh yeah, yeah. Different. There's been different variations of it. I know the mo- the more recent one before it closed was pretty terrifying. You know. Yeah. Um, that was actually after Van Helsing, and uh, yeah, when the building closed. For, there was another attraction that ended up going there. I think it was... Was it The Mummy that ended up going there? Now it did, so. yeah. They had to redo the whole Tom Cruise thing, which I still got... I, I like the movie. It, yeah. I, I mean, the movie was really good. I mean, the problem... Our friend Pernesco said, you know, he finally watched it. He goes, it actually wasn't that bad, but I wouldn't have started with The Mummy. I would have started with, like, Wolfman or Dracula. Something older, and then worked our way in. But they didn't. And Universal has now since canceled their Dark Universe, sadly. Yeah, I mean... I'm a little biased with the Wolfman, but honestly, um, I do wish they would have had a more stronger unity when they started it, like made it clear that they were trying to establish the Dark Universe yeah. instead of just rebooting the Mummy in a very new, different way, and yeah. then later bringing them into it after the fact. Yeah, I Johnny, feel like they should have Johnny Depp was supposed to be the invisible man, you're like, oh, this is going to be really fucking good. Apparently, at one point, we were, I think... Uh, last I heard, they were talking to uh, Dwayne Johnson to be the Wolfman, which would have been really cool. That would have been, well, The Rock's been doing everything, god yeah. damn. Like, but this was years ago, too, so, you know, that's... I mean, he's been doing everything. Yeah. Like, Rock is Wolfman. Do you smell what the Wolfman is cooking? <laughs> I have no idea. But what? I think it would have been really cool. I mean, yeah, I mean, seeing what he's able to do, and his acting skills are actually really good. You're screaming, that's actually the Rock is next book. people screaming. Um, but getting it all set up for you to go see, you know, the uh, Van Helsing, you know, Eddie, what do they call him now, the Eddie the Creature Controller. What was it like to see him finally up close in person and see the suit? Oh, it was really cool, yeah. Um, very, very detailed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> very. Um, yeah, it was, it was really cool. Um, I, I was surprised at how well, like... He's very well maintained, you know, like, you know what I mean? They, to, they got like four or five suits backstage. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is, I was actually in a suit one time. They threw me up, they threw the top on me. Because the guy that you met today, I won't say his name, but he was joking around and they both were like, it'd be funny to see you walk around in the Eddie suit. So, 
I literally put the top half on, put the gloves on, the little falls I have to wear, and seeing me with a crutch trying to get around was kind of funny. It's kind of hard to see out of that, you know, the way you got to look at it, but pretty interesting of like what the suit can actually break. It actually has broken, there's been like parts that have broken off and stuff like that, you know, mm -hmm. the, the hands. He's very, yeah, his, his claws seem very breakable. They're very... Very, well, the, yeah. the gloves that he wears are very ambidextrous because they broke them in like that. They're not supposed to bend like that. They uh, literally, when they make them, they literally were like, oh, yeah, like slide the glove on. I actually wore it myself, and I'm like, can you pick it? And the guy that we know can actually grab stuff and pick it up. Like, he grabbed the axe. They have little hatchets, you know. Sometimes when he gets kind of like, oh, okay, I'll mess with you. I'll grab the hatchet, and I'll, like, run around the stage with it. And he actually, he's, he's jumped off stage a couple times. Like, when he jumps, I like that performer, the way he does it. Like, he'll run up and scare the hell out of He had a lady and a guy jump all the way in the third row behind him. They literally scooped up in their seat and jumped over people. I'm like, wow. He said people literally, like, run away from the, yeah, that show. I just, like, I love that character. I like what they do with it. And I'm grateful that Universal has, like, let's keep it. Let's not take it out yet. Even when we did the other iteration of Mummy, you know, that yeah. show. And I think it was interesting. I'd, I'd like to know the story of uh, how they went about because um, because the Van Helsing exhibit and um, the horror makeup show, the current iteration, started around the same time. And if you look at uh, the Wolfman and Hugh, Jack Hugh Jackman's Wolfman character in Van Helsing, it's pretty clear that Eddie was modeled after him. It's the same yeah, head shape, same. It's, it's literally him, and they used him in the, um, he was supposed to be him in the uh, maze they had over in Hollywood. Yeah. And so I'm actually really curious um, when they, if they've had to make repairs, if they have the same, you know, if they're using the ones from Hollywood or if they just sent them all here, you know what I mean? Because a lot of times that's what that's what will happen is, yeah. like, like with Terminator, they yeah. ended up sending oh, God, the T-70s they, from Terminator. They overlay everything. Yeah. They overlay everything. And that's the thing, it's like, we got to save money somewhere. That's why I love, like, all these old Hollywood props that you find them everywhere. Oh, we actually used that somewhere else, or we used... Oh, another camera got away. eBay. Oh. <laughs> That's like the new GoPro I just got. It is actually from eBay. I got it the other, got it the other day. I'm sorry, guys, I'm burping a lot. A lot of carbs and calories. But they, re they reuse a lot of props, like, even for, like, Star Trek and stuff like that. You look at it, and you're like... But well, Universal's, like, notorious for it. Like, some of the shows, like, you see a lot of the props being reused. So, like, yeah, it's hard to get some of these props. You know, I'm very curious where all the, the Hellboy stuff went when they got rid of it. I don't know if they recreated it or what they did with it, or Guillermo got it back, or set the studio. Or I'd imagine it's probably an archive because I know the the latex appliances they really you know they were really well preserved still. Yeah. Um, I know a few of them have ended up in various places. Uh, some collectors have some of them, so I'm guessing Universal has them like in their Somewhere, archive. Yeah. yeah. As for the, I know some of the other props. Um, they had some, they had some pretty cool originals in there. Like uh, his, uh, the duster was yeah. in there. Uh, one of the guns was in there. Big baby. Yep. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna break up and, big baby. Uh, I'm like what? Ah. So yeah, I, I honestly like the props were too nice to just throw away. Like they, they've got to be an archive. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, especially like the gun, the photos, stuff like that. I know somebody wants a knife. They want the knife from uh, uh, Mummy. But it's like my, one of my, my friends is like, I want it. Is that in there in the case right now? Yeah, it's in the case. Yeah. He wants it really bad. And I'm like, you can probably. Like, do you know anybody who can like sculpt it or remake it? I'm like, I know a few, but it's going to cost you pretty funny. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. I mean, like, I don't know what the next movie's going to bring to that. 
that venue. I really don't. Yeah, I know. One thing that was really cool is um, I'm glad to see that they, uh, well, I mean, it's part of the lore, but I'm glad to see that uh, from the trailer we got, which the trailer leaked, it's out there. It is. Um, they, the new trailer revealed that they're still using the BPRD and the, lo the same logos, same <laughs> iconography. So, like, because, like, I actually at one point went in and took pictures of the props we had on display, just getting the, the leather work and the detail to get the, you know, accurate pictures of the BPRD logos and everything for their outfits. And I, so I thought that was really cool. That was a nice surprise in the trailer to see, oh, cool, well, it's, uh, we're picking things up, you know. And the trailer we're talking about, guys, is dun dun dun. Hellboy, the new trailer has not officially dropped. It was an unofficial cell phone capture. Yep. That I saw myself on the bathroom toilet. I was like sitting down and I went, what the? And I started watching and I'm like, I think I texted Dakota back and I went, Ron Perlman never left. Never yeah. left. It's a really good trailer. Like, honestly, it was cool because um, it was split into, so the person that recorded it split into two parts and I never got to show you part two, but um, yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, they, uh, I'm expecting it to make its debut, probably before, around the holiday season maybe, they're going to put it in there just to get hype going. I'm actually really surprised they haven't already put it up since at least. Yeah, now that it's gotten leaked, yeah. But everything yeah. gets leaked, you can't, nothing ever can stay. Yeah. Everybody sneaks for little GoPros here, they sneak through little cameras, cell phones, you're going to see it. But yeah, uh, David Harbour, really great cell boy. From what we actually went around Universal a little bit today after we went to go see... Um, of our makeup show, and we actually went to go see a, the uh, shop over in Universal here in Orlando. They have a Halloween shop that we went to go check out. And of course, Dakota, if you want to show, you have your little thing with you, your little bag. Oh, I do. Yeah. yeah. You can show him your little gift that you got. <laughs> he couldn't resist. We actually ended up walking past the room again. They have the in-between room. When you guys walk in to um, to the store, you'll walk in and you'll see it. Got other goodies. We'll talk about too. this guy in a little second. Do you want to show your claws? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've got a lot of stuff in here. We got a lot of fun stuff today. It was a really relaxing day. We decided, hey, let's do a podcast of fun stuff. Finally found this guy, which surprisingly my target never has him. Stranger Things. Not sure if it's on camera. Oh, it's got it. But yeah. Surprisingly, he's been really hard to find for me, so I'm glad I found him here. They've got a lot of Stranger Things stuff at Universal <laughs> right now. Like and the reason why is because they have the Universal actually house of Stranger Things. Mm -hmm. The only bad review I've gotten on the house is too many frickin' Demigorgons. It's like one step Demigorgon, two step Demigorgon. You're like, can you fucking stop with all these Demigorgons? Well, one thing I thought was interesting too is... What, and what I really like about our version here in Orlando is I've seen the videos of both. Hollywood? I haven't oh, been in God, person. It's gross. But uh, Hollywood's version, so they use a lot of like mannequins and a lot of dummies and, you know, for the main characters. Like Eleven's a mannequin in the um, Hollywood version. Our version, she's an actual character. Yeah, she's really there in the main. We've got two of them, cool. yeah. Mm -hmm. One of the girls came walking by the other day behind our thing, and one of my friends goes, That's Eleven. And I went, Oh, is it? Oh, wow. Hello. Yeah. Dustin's the same way. Like, literally, he's, he's like, he's a statue in the. It's just not, it's static sitting there in the Hollywood version. He's an actual character here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Kind of weird to see, like, Harper and, and like, seeing, uh, that character, like, that guy, even the actor, like, getting so much goddamn praise now. Mm -hmm. Like, he kind of wants to show you a little prop that he got. 
this is what no. he took a photo with Eddie with. He goes, oh, wait a minute, I forgot something. <laughs> he had his own wolf claws. Wolf claws. Yeah. <laughs> I brought these this morning. I was like, I know I'm forgetting something. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm going to see Eddie today. I probably should bring these. <laughs> yeah, when I was talking to the guy, he knows the characters. Hold on, we probably got something we want to do. I don't know why. I didn't know you brought that, though. I didn't know you had your own little thing <laughs> going on today with that. But I'm glad I got to get that off your bucket list. Yes. Because that was just shocking. It's like, oh, I've always wanted to meet the character. Like, meet something, but I could never do it. Yeah. I'm like, I got to do it. And then we also won. We yeah, over to Marvel. <laughs> he did that in one try. Well, I had, what was it, five? Seven tries? Seven tries. It was tries. seven tries for five dollars, right? So I think that was like the last try. So yeah, five dollars, not bad. But um, yeah, we literally cooked him. He was on the, so it was one of the machines right outside of the arcade. And um, they had a bunch of Marvel characters in there. And he was on the, there were two of them on the edge. And literally after the, it was on the sixth try, we got this little part of his gun here hooked on the basket. It was like, literally it was a one shot trying to it in yeah. and I got a little nervous because like the, it overshot it and it just happened to catch it when it came back up. I really thought when it got the first I was like, oh, it's yeah. coming over and then all of a sudden it's like, nope. Yep. So that was cool. That's why I hate those damn machines. The claw machine, I always feel like they're a fucking gimmick because yeah. it's like, they're so slippery on purpose. They oil them up on purpose. Oh, yeah. So like, if it's a good material, it's just slide off. There's nothing you can really do. Yeah, and you know, I really like the, um, the I was talking about like Tereba, the Japanese ones, you know? The funny thing with those is they're still difficult and frustrating, but like I always thought, think it's cool that the object's not just to pick it up with those. Yeah. More than often, pretty much 99% of the time, if not the entire time with those, it's about pushing and pushing down. Like you're never supposed to really grab, you're just supposed to scoot and then push it into the grate. Oh wow. Yeah, like they, so the way that Tereba machines work is they have like, it's like a, they call it a UFO capture, I think. Okay. It's this big thing, plastic. I think uh. Sega produces them. And uh, they, they arrange rods in the machine that you, they stack the prize on. And so you basically have to take the pieces of the claw and push it until it's there. And sometimes it's easier than, you know, like sometimes it's like a plush, you can push it in eventually. Yeah. Other times you're stuck flipping a box back and forth. And, aye, aye, aye. Uh, it's, it's frustrating, but it's also fun. It's it can be fun if you know what you're looking like if you if you find one you're you have a good feeling about it yeah but there are people who literally will like put in spend like a hundred dollars for like a waffle maker and it's just like <laughs> well, i think like what you just said it's fun doing it it's yeah. fun to, like i did it you know it's kind of like with your thing today i was like if we don't take one more try and crack at this like someone else some of the kids gonna grab it in, like two seconds it does feel better when you win it too <laughs> yeah i mean like rocket kind of like when he got on the edge i was like shit man like this is gonna like not work, not go through. It's gonna feel yeah, so and I had to. I felt bad. Like as soon as I saw that too, I was like, "Oh man, Rocket! I have to try." Yeah, like, it's Rocket. So <laughs> it was wild. I was like, "Okay." I was a little unsuccessful earlier in the day. I tried, yeah, we ended tried up to win doing, a Wolfman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we ended up doing the freaking bean toss thing. And Dakota, not very upper arm strength, but even if you have upper arm strength, I mean, you really got to clock that beanbag really hard. Yeah, I, my my pitching is. Yeah, my uh, aim is not very good. Well, even that, if, even if your aim is like, like you got to throw it at like 98 miles an hour mm -hmm. just to get it to go. Yeah, it was funny because they had three of them, but with the way it was, it was like a jack-o'-lantern that had the, it was covering it. So with the pattern on it, you really could only really hit the middle one. Like unless you were super lucky and got the two tiny hidden yeah. ones on the side. 
I mean, there was no, even with the basketball one, I was taking a gander at, and so the ball in the hoop, guys, you know, you put like three in, you get a stuffed animal, and I was like doing a dimension, and I'm like, okay, the balls are really filled up really well, like overly tight, on purpose, so it's going to hit the room and bounce. Yeah, if it's under, it's not going to bounce as hard, but they're overinflated, so it's going to have a nice ricochet bounce, and I'm looking at the girl, and I'm like, my thing was true, like, she threw it, and it bounced, and I'm like, that's exactly what's going to happen, unless you, like, get it, like, right, and boom, it, but it's still going to bounce, because the ball's kind of big, so it's going to, it's going to make it in the hole, but it's still going to bounce out, so of course you're going to take seven tries to do it, I'm like, I'm like that, yeah. I thought about it when you were doing it, I'm like, it's five bucks. Yeah. I, uh, I've never been good at those, like, the basketball games. No. Even, like, Chuck E. Cheese, I, I couldn't. The last one I did was, uh, I think it was that fun spot here in Orlando. And I ended up, like, winning. And I, like, I kept throwing and throwing and throwing. I finally had, like, the rhythm, and I was, like, the balls weren't just, they weren't coming fast enough for me to beat the rhythm. So I was, like, like, I would shoot, 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 make it and make it and make it in. And then they'd come down and, like, hurry up! Because I gotta go through the plastic thing, and then they gotta go through the back seat, like, ah! I'm not gonna win this game. You gotta get somebody to get the stuffed animal or toy. I want something, I forgot what I want, but just pain in the butt. I still did it. I was like, I was like, when I was at work, seven bucks, I'm like, not really. I feel satisfied. I kind of wish, like, if they knew you're a loser, you shouldn't be able to buy the item that you want. Like, hey, you can spend this, maybe to get it for a bit cheaper, or you can spend this, and we can still sell our stock. Yeah, I know. Like, I totally would have, like, because, like, that's the other funny thing, too, is so Universal, like, they have a lot of Monsters merch because, of, you know, the Universal Monsters line has kind of grown a bit. But literally, other than, like, a few small cameos on some shirts, there's no Wolfman. Like, I actually, it's funny, you know, because there's a company, uh, Rock Rebel, that uh, makes the products for the Universal Monsters line. And they make wallets and stuff. Like, they've made purses, backpacks, wallets. I'm sure they've made more, um, but they make some really unique designs and stuff. And it's funny because, like, they sell those wallets here, and they don't sell this model here. I actually had to go to Rock Rebel directly and get this. Like, we should be selling this here. <laughs> yeah. And they just, yeah. Well, it's licensing, too, you know? Yeah. But that is kind of our, it's our Wolfman. We, I mean, it's shown in all the Universal Plastic Monsters, so it's like, it should be, but... Well, that's the, it's a weird thing because, like, even though he's got, like... They have the uh, Lon Chaney is its own licensing thing, but at the same time, they also show him in the group shot. So it's a confusing thing. It's like, so do they still have to pay the Chaney for the group shots? Or? <laughs> no idea. Because they actually, you know, they did a universal, um, they did a thing for Horror Nights. I think it was Horror Nights this year, where they had the classic monster. And I was a little surprised because they were darker, grittier takes on the universal monsters. And for the Wolfman segment, uh, they actually used the design of the poster for launch anyone, but they redid his face. They made him look a little different. So I'm not sure if that had anything to do with licensing or if they, just, if that was a creative decision. But. Yeah, I have no idea. Like, it's all dependent on like licensing rights. Who gets what portion of what? You know, that's why everybody says, oh, like, you know, why did they take out Bill and Ted? Same thing I was listening to Keanu Reeves like a year ago talk about, hey, Bill and Ted's happening. Right now we're just trying to get all the rights to this person and that person's gonna get it. And then once that was all said on a, on a podcast for Nerdist, for Chris Hardwick, a month later, they're like, oh, farewell to this thing. And I'm like, oh, why would Universal take that away? And I'm like, well, it's probably licensing rights. And who's going to get X amount of dollars to what? You know? Yeah, they'll license it out so you can use it. But 
how much do they want? That's the question. So you could say, all right, you can use for three years. We want three hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, that's a lot of fucking money when you think about it. Yeah, for one show for three years, you got to pay three hundred thousand dollars, and they own all the merchandise, right? God damn. So you're able to use it, but you're not able to make any merchandise. They are. So it hurts. It hurts. Like people don't realize that they get angry with it. Sending a quick text to. Uh, Starting to see the Horror Nights crowd show up. Yeah, everybody's coming in. Sorry, guys, I'm just sending out a quick text to my lady. Um, Starting to see T-shirts and badges. Oh and yeah, beer. People, are, people are excited. Yeah. Once, you see, been, once you see the beer, it's time for well, one, yeah, once the beer, and then like I think what like last Monday or last Sunday, they had a huge fucking photo out for. I don't know if it was. It wasn't photoshopped when I was told. Everybody was like, no, that was real. But they were. For those who have been to Universal Orlando, if you go past the bridge here, they'll have the NASCAR or not NASCAR, NBC Bar and Grill. And then the huge Universal logo, if you guys ever type in Universal Orlando, you'll see what we're talking about. Uh, the bridge was packed, and the front gates were packed. Yeah, I did, didn't did they have to, I heard the other night, didn't they have to close off the full capacity? Yeah, yeah, they reached full capacity. I know they, um, I saw, I, yeah, I saw that it was crazy. They were talking about that elsewhere, too. Yeah. Yeah, I was fucking, it was, I was like, wait, what the fuck is this? They're like, that's a real photo. I'm like, yeah, that's too busy. I'm like, well, that night they had to make at least by five million in alcohol, at least. Sorry guys, we sound like we're winding down, because we uh, we've been running around all day long, having a blast. We just got, uh, I think, lunch or dinner, whatever we want to call our snack, about maybe like 45 minutes ago. Dunch. Dunch. Dinner. Dunch. And Dakota, he'll help me out with the uh, magical Avatar World too. So I'm <laughs> heading there this week. Hopefully, I'll be able to spot him when I'm there. You can see him, get a photo with him. Yeah, uh, that's right. I will. I should. Yeah, I'll be working that yeah, day. I would like so. to see him. Yeah. Spot you. I'm like, hi. I'm looking for uh, Mr. Dakota. Who? What? What do you want? Oh man. But yeah, it was fun. It's been a fun day, especially for you. I got to get a pick a photo with the uh, Wolverine character, or not the character, the they have a little thing outside of Marvel, which I love, and it's my favorite part of Marvel Island. Is that one? Because I was like, cool. And then we got to see a lot of new stuff that I'm probably gonna buy once our holiday thing kicks in. Save some money there. I don't want to spend like a thousand dollars on things. That's why I bought like a lot of Terminator cups. Like last year, I bought like I spent. I think I waited till they all went on sale, and I I had somebody put them in the corner. And then I went in and I just brought them all, or like under next to nothing. I was like, I want this and this and this. They're like, all right, your bill's like now $100. I'm like, fine, that's good. I have, I have everything I ever wanted. Well, I think it was really funny, actually. Um, I feel like everybody had the same idea when the Sochi Olympics were happening. And so over at NBC, they have, um, they participate actively in the Olympics. Whenever they're happening, uh, they'll show them on the screens. You can get exclusive merchandise, uh, which is pretty cool. Universal Studios. 
stuff uh, featuring Olympic icons. And uh, so they had some cups from Sochi and things like that. Literally, as soon as they left the NBC area and went backstage, they vanished just like that. Like, I got a mug. <laughs> I think everybody had that same idea. They're like, as soon as it goes, goes on sale. Yep. <laughs> Thing. If everybody looks at it and they go, okay, I can save money here. But they wait for like that sale to happen. Well, I mean, I would. That's what I'm waiting for now. But like, if you think about it, I still gotta get some Shrek merchandise for like for nephews. And one of my nephews is a huge Shrek fan. And I did the math. I was like, if I don't wait till this holiday season, man, I'm, I'm gonna be spending 70, 80 bucks right now. Yeah. Just on a few items. No, the only exception I make is uh, with shirts because I'm a tough size to find. So. I will get shirts when they're new, you know. Yeah. Because usually there's only they're usually either three X's or extra small when yeah. they end up in our shop or the backstage shop. That's with me, man. Every shirt I want to get, it's like, oh, double XL. I'm like, I can't fit in that. Yeah. Other smaller medium, I can't. I mean, at work I'm a 14 regular. See guys walking in like 15, 16, 32 X shirts, and I'm like, I'm not that big. Yeah. I'm not that huge, guys. Jesus Christ. Or nice has to be good, you can do all the streaming and fun stuff. That's actually the roller coaster deep behind the glass on it. Not my favorite ride in the park, my favorite ride is actually Mummy. And we got the ride men in black today, and we got the agent suit though. Yeah. That was pretty cool. That I was, was like, cool. wait, 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 we got what? Oh shit! Yeah, that was fun. And there were only two of us in the car. Yeah, you know, it's it's funny because I don't, um, which that probably explains it better average. Because <laughs> at men in black, it averages your score, so. Uh, when the other, if, if someone else isn't playing, it doesn't count them. So if you have two people who are really good at the game in your car, it'll give you a better average overall. Technically, I was playing as two people because I had the other gun too. I was kind of like this, and I had, <laughs> and I shot the guy's tailpipe a couple times too. So while you were shooting, I was like, tailpipe. I'm like, no, I, I know where to aim. Yeah, I wasn't having a good day with the fusion exhaust port. I kept missing it today. I got it. I think I got it like once or twice, and I'm like, okay, cool. I spun him. I got it. Awesome. And then, like, um, I hit the red button on both of ours. Like, I was like, brick, and I hit him through it, and both got it. I was telling you to hit it. Let's see if we can hit it at the same time. Yeah, I was out of sync. <laughs> All three of us could have it. But what it was, like, what, 200, 250,000? Yeah. Yeah. And we got it, so I was like, pretty high. Um, I normally. Usually, whenever I would ride it when I was here, uh, cosmically average is what we'd get. And of course, every once in a while, you get bug bait. But yeah. like, cosmically average was the one. I hardly ever got Galaxy Defender in our car. You know? Yeah. So, cool. It's been a good day. Fun, fun fact. If you, um, if you want a, if you don't care about getting a, a good score and winning the game, uh, do nothing on Men in Black. You get to hear Agent J yell at you. It's really funny. Yeah, he gets really angry. Yeah. It's really funny. He's like I... on the intercom in the car, and he's like, what, do you know, do you guys know what ride you're on? <laughs> do you know what thing you're doing? I literally, when I used to do ride-throughs on the ride in the morning, I, I would just start doing nothing. Yep. I would spin a little bit, I'm like, Whoa. Also, your neuralizer, the neuralizer video is funnier when you don't do anything. He's yeah. got, there's a few of them, because Will Smith recorded a bunch of random videos, and depending on your score, you get one of a certain amount. And so, like, if you don't do anything, he's got really funny ones that will show up at the end. <laughs> like, wow. 
at it is like I play with it. It's one of my favorite, one of my second favorite rides besides Bumby. I don't know why I love Bumby so much. I guess it's just the fire and just being a good ride. It's like Space Mountain, but just crazier. Yeah, you know that's a it's a tough question. Um, if we're talking like favorite rides, like in general, or favorite rides for Mark. Um, yeah, that's that's actually really hard a question, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Thinking Universal favorite rides. You can go classics. Yeah, I mean, I personally, it's not around anymore. I love Nicktoon Blast when it was here. Uh, Terminator, even though it's not technically a ride, is still my favorite attraction you've ever done. Yeah. Um, E.T.'s pretty cool, though. Yeah, I you like know, it's a really good ride. It's a classic it's a, ride. It's a classic really that nice. nobody, they keep forgetting to go on. Yeah, and it's really, it's still one of the most detailed attractions Universal's ever yeah. done. I mean, try try looking for a wall in E.T. It's, it's covered. All of it's covered. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to find you know, anything. It's yeah, pretty everything well is well I actually, like, I was telling Dakota one day, I actually went to, like, one of the side doors and actually took a nap back there inside the ride area. I won't say where, because I don't want to get in trouble, but yeah. I wasn't in anybody's safety way, but I was able to hide behind something and mm-hmm. kind of sit down and I kind of knocked out for a little bit. Took about a 20 minute nap, walked back in and went to work. I wasn't in any safety zone, I was just watching the ride. I was like, wait, what yeah. you were, where'd you hide? I'm like, I'm not telling you. I mean, if we're talking like favorite rides of all time, in terms of just like, all factors. See, even then, it's kind of hard because, like, there's certain rides that are just impressive. Like, I'm, I technically can't really vote for Avatar because I work there, so it's biased. But um, no, you can. But um, talking in general, I'd say right now it's a hard tie between Splash Mountain and Pirates of the Caribbean. Love Pirates of the Caribbean. I love the theming. I really want to go to Disneyland because they say it's a billion times better. Oh god, it's like my um, my dream goal. Like, by thirty. Four, I want to go to Disney. Quiet. Yes, and I still have to. I I have to go to Disneyland now because of Guardians of the Galaxy. It's it's a requirement. I have to do it. Yeah. It's no no exception. <laughs> I mean, you already know what it looks like. We already know what the ride looks like and shit like that. Everybody. Yeah. Like, one of our people they went. They're like, oh yeah, it was great, but they tend to get like a special pass. I guess now it's like a Disney. If you pay like ten dollars extra, you get a pass. I'm like. But I have friends that work there, so I'm like, I might be able to sneak in or exchange our tickets or whatever. Yeah, and I'd really like to go um, during the Halloween season because they have that overlay. So during the morning hours or mid-afternoon, you can ride uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. And then after a certain time, it switches over to Monsters After Dark, which is cool because, and I kind of wish they would do this year-round because it's a sequel to the ride. So in the ride, you're basically helping Rocket break out the Guardians of the Galaxy from the Collector's Fortress. In Monsters After Dark, Rocket went back because he left Groot. So you have to try and save Groot from yeah. the Collector's Fortress and all the monsters that have gotten out. It's a really cool concept, and it's really fun too if you do both, because then when you're uh, at Monsters Monsters After Dark, the lobby is all messed up, the videos are broken. It's really cool looking. I think I'll see this now. I'm not gonna, I gotta save some money. I know it's like an expensive trip. Everybody's like, it's not that expensive. I'm like, oh, the hell it's not. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely want to try and just get out, get out there for a day and try and I get don't want to, like, I want to spend at least two days at Disneyland and then two days at Universal. Mm-hmm. I know it sounds like an overkill for those who've already done it, but it's like, if I haven't done it, I don't want to rush and be like, alright, well, I didn't get to do this, or I didn't get to do that. Kind of get done with it and be like, alright, I'm good. I've, I've experienced what I, I don't care about the Hollywood side. I don't care about, you know, in and out Burger. I don't, you know, it's just things I've done there, I've been there. It's yeah. Like, Hollywood's kind of like this. It's, 
Orlando, like in Orlando, the same thing as Orlando. You drive down the road, you already know what the fuck it looks like. It's like, ugh, bum, guy in the corner. You're like, yeah, I already know. Yeah, like, I've seen, I've been to California before. I've seen the Hollywood sign. You know, I, I've done the things that, you know, you think, oh, California, cool. Um, at least the stuff I really want to do. The only place I have not gotten to go to is the, um, the theater. Not the Chinese theater. Um, the El Capitan. Ah. Uh, Disney's theater. I would really like to go. Because they do some really cool stuff. Like, right now they have a Hocus Pocus thing set up. That's pretty cool. Um, they have the studio store uh, with Ghirardelli. That's really neat. They get, they get like, the coolest pins ever. Like, Disney's studio yeah, store. They have exclusive pins that are really cool. Which um, I kind of wanted to do before. It's like, why would I want to? It's like, well, to do pirate. Like, just seeing, like, seeing all these videos, I've been, like, on this fucking binge of... Um, just wanted to like know how yesteryear, like how things were done, who sponsored it, why, why did the companies pull out of you know, my, my mom got to go to, you know, Orlando here years ago, back in 1991, and she videotaped everything, you know, and it was like, oh, all these rides look really cool, you know, but we were never, me and my brother were never able to do it, you know, so like all these rides are gone, that we, you know, all these buildings that were at Disney, like even the one I was like, oh, what's that, you know, I think it was like the body, body wars, that one, there was another one that my mom was doing, like the space, you go to the space, and I'm like, oh, we're all these, and then when I finally, like, got to all these videos, I was like, oh, I pass these buildings every day, I would never fucking know, because, like, when you're doing food and wine, you're, like, walking inside body wars without even knowing what's body wars. Yeah, and I've seen video of the, uh, the queue and everything, it's pretty weird back there right now, like, yeah, it's like, it's, so, so, well, someone snuck back there. Someone snuck back there, yeah, so it's, I wouldn't, I mean, I, I, I technically, I, I don't want to, like, promote it or anything, but. It's out there. Yeah, don't know? don't even think about like even here. Don't even think about going back. Yeah, don't go, but never go backstage. No, never, ever. There was a guy who got called recently, and he's been literally yeah. uh, he's banned from. They banned. Yes, I know who you're talking. Not about. Not only who they banned him, but they also arrested him. So he wasn't yeah. like. Do not ever. It go wasn't backstage. like a rent a cop grabbing him. It was an actual undercover cop grabbing, bringing him out and arresting him. So yeah. Not he got, only. He not only did get banned for life. He got trespassing charges. Were not cheap. Yeah. No. Not only is it wrong, illegal, and. Not, it's disrespectful for one thing, but it's dangerous. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of areas back here, like this area we're by, by right here. It's dangerous yeah. back there. You, you can know? go underneath it, but then he's telling you, yeah. like, sometimes they have to stop the ride. They're like, don't go underneath the track. They're like, okay. Because yeah. there's some rides that we walk in and we tell guests don't follow us because there's certain things like ride tracks and pumps and hydraulics that we're like walking past. How the hell we're getting past it, we have no idea. You know? Yeah, whenever you're at the parks, you know, we have everything set up so you can be. Perfectly safe, have the best time ever. Just please follow the signs. Yeah, you know, don't, that's all yeah. we ask. Don't be an idiot. <laughs> you'll be, you'll be cool. You'll have a great time. You'll yeah. be safe. Just please do. I like the one the guy like he like literally shows him climbing over the rope at Disney, like going up to the second level. I mean, it's a little rope. And he went up there and it was supposed to like a lounge area for like I think just now it's the vacation club or whatever it is. And I'm like, wow. I was like having the balls to even like show himself doing that. I would have yeah. edited all that out. I would have been like, nope. Yeah, um, there's, there's, I've seen all sorts of, uh, you know, videos that made their way out. And it's, yeah, it could be in a, could be in a would, We're yeah. not going to be able to do it. They just get the copy of the video and they're like, oh, we don't know, we don't know who did. However, for the YouTubers that are putting the name to the video, I would stop doing that. Oh yes, there's one, one in particular I'm not going to name, but he got bans um, for. I would stop doing promoting that. people that do this, put the yeah. videos for you. I'm like, I got this. So I wouldn't even say where the hell I got it. I'd be like, I don't know how I got this, but. You know, protect their identity and your identity, you know. 
Because a lot of these videos I keep watching, I'm addicted to the opposite. I'm like learning about all the stuff, but I'm like, since they're sneaking backstage or going to places they really shouldn't be. Because it's AKA guys private property, and private property doesn't, there's no law against it. It's like they make their own laws. Yeah, and the other thing too is a lot of people don't realize, but, and it's, it, we have signs posted for this too, but like Universal Studios is a studio. Like we give, we're giving you permission to take pictures and video, and and that's great. You take as many pictures and video you want, but please respect that they are also a working facility, private property. Don't go in places you're not supposed to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like if somebody was trying to hide, they were trying to go on the Hogwarts Express here. Yes. Poor girl went back, got to go backstage for a couple of seconds, and I had to grab her and I said, "You might want to come back that way." And there were like two two cops and there was a security guy, and they're like, they were ready to grab her, and I'm like, "No, no, no, I got her, I got her, I got her." I got her. I brought her back. I'm like, you don't want to poke your head back here. Trust me. I'm like, it's, hey, it's ugly, it's nasty as hell, and see, you don't want to go to jail tonight and pay fines for being somewhere you're not sure. Well, you're just, you're just gonna tell me to knock it out. It's another knot. They can literally tell you anything they want to get you out of the property. Yeah. It's their property, so. But yeah, it's cool seeing all like people that do do that. I mean, hats off to them, but you know, I'm not condoning it anyway. Don't do it. Definitely don't do it. But seeing the videos and what these buildings used to be it's kind of crazy seeing how many especially at Epcot how many buildings were abandoned left to you know rot you know water parks etc yeah I mean if you absolutely feel like you must you know look and see what you can find from previous attractions there's a lot of stuff out in the open that in guest areas you know yeah, always always ask too yeah, sometimes, sure they have... sometimes the employees are able to take you back in some areas you're not supposed to go I'm not gonna say that for every ride there's some venues that are like hey you know we can actually take you back a little bit far and yeah. sometimes the employees are cool like me in Dakota, like we'll sit and we'll, we'll chat with you about all the hidden secrets. Like there's no secret about it, if you can find it online, we might know a little more than you don't know. And if we have time, we can actually take you back and show you things that are part public eye, but we can actually give you a guided tour through it. Safely. Yeah, and it never hurts to ask. No, I, there's I, a, lot I of, yeah. a lot of attractions do have special guided things tours, do. Yeah. yeah, tours and stuff. If you if you just ask, you know, if you. You, you know, they won't take you anywhere you're not supposed to be going. Yeah. They'll just take you, they'll show you some pretty cool stuff, you know. And uh, not every attraction has them, but when they do have them, you know, that's the best way to get what, you know, one day I was dying, a nice other view of things. Yeah, I was dying to see how Tower of Terror got run. I wasn't able to go during the daytime, but at night they set up a private meeting for me with the managers, and I was able to actually walk to the tower, see I was all controlled, talk to a technician. It was really, really cool talking to them, and it took them like an hour to set it up, but it was really neat to ask questions and geek out about that, so that's the one right I'm still like, I'm still geeking out about how that ride functions and how many drops it had. Yeah, I mean, I honestly, like, one thing I will say is working at park attractions and stuff, like, it's, I still, I'm not desensitized to it. Like, I still get amazed when I go on the rides, the ones I've worked on, you know, and, um, you know, I, I still just, it's. It's just amazing, you know, even when you know how things work, yeah. it still it doesn't like, get rid of the, the magic, I guess, you know, you could say. It's still, it's, yeah, it's, it's still just like, that great. How the hell did they do that? How the hell did they get this in here? Yeah. Like some kid asked me, he's like, what's, what's your, like, your favorite ride? And I'm like, oh man, Mummy's like my favorite because it used to be the old King Kong building. I said, you look carefully and I, all the lights were on. I said, follow me real quick. So we took him over to the thing. We're like, look here. And the ride stopped. And we're like, look over there. We showed him all the Kongs. And he was like, those were there? I'm like, yeah. So you see that beam like underneath the ride, and we're like showing them the stuff, and the employees were all geeking out and showing them things. And the kid was like, "This is amazing! How come you don't freak out?" I'm like, "We do freak out." Yeah, one of my one of my favorite things at um, where I work is is seeing guests. There's a working the exit areas, 
it's my favorite thing ever to see guests get off and just be like, how did that happen? Where, where'd we go? You know, it's just like, no you were here the whole time. You know, it was just, it was, you know, it's just, uh, it's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's fun just working at theme parks and seeing like how it's more. Like I said, when I first came here, like back in 2001 after the September 11th thing, it was kind of really weird because like I come from a place where like Six Flags and now Six Flags owns a theme, uh, not a theme park, but a museum park called uh, The Great Escape. And it was really badass, really neat, you know, but it has like two, three coasters, some really good ones, but nothing, nothing like Universal or Disney or SeaWorld or Busch Gardens. And you're like, yeah, oh shit. That's like I was telling you earlier, um, I was really surprised and I wish I could have got on that Busch Gardens attraction, like Curse of Dark Castle. Yeah. Um, there's tons of video on it online and even Busch Gardens. Uh, Bush Gardens themselves, actually, when they closed the attraction, put up a really high-quality ride-through of it that's 100% official if you want to check it out. Yeah, well, they've done um, this. It's, it's really like here, cool. they put the frickin' 360 cameras on the roller coaster so you can kind of yeah. see what it's like. And I'm like, that's pretty cool that Universal started doing that. Especially, it's a good way to archive attractions, too, if they're closing, you know? Yeah, it's like the guests can actually put a VR headset yeah. on and actually kind of experience it. Yeah. I, I can think of a few attractions that would have benefited greatly from doing a VR. Capture. I mean, you can get. Uh, I know, like Back to the Future. Everybody, if you get the DVD, mm-hmm. there was like the ride motion. Yeah, they are. They're actually, there was a guy who on YouTube restored a lot of the ride footage, and uh, I could see someone doing a really cool VR ride through with that. I know during like one of my buddy's weddings, I guess that's what him and his wife wanted to do. They wanted to do kind of a. Uh, they were gonna put like a projector up, and then they were gonna have the ride people, and then like everybody had to sit in their chair and then like pretend like they were moving with it. And I was like, that's kind of crazy. I was like, that would have been a cool wedding. They're like, yeah, we wanted to do a couple of sort of things during our wedding. We just wanted to have fun and just do it that way. But their wedding that was awesome either way. Are people still on the ride? Jesus Christ. But, uh, yeah. I don't know. We're just kind of vibing. I'm, I'm yeah, Bush Gardens, you definitely need to do. Yeah, I haven't been to Florida's Bush Gardens or any other. Uh, Bush Gardens. I know the, another place I'd really like to go is, um, I was actually just looking at, was uh, Great Wolf Watch. Their resorts. Um, no, no, no. They just opened one recently in Atlanta. But the kicker is they have an attraction there I used to like, um, that was at Mall of America, uh, called Magic Quest. It's basically kind of like a proto Harry Potter kind of deal. You have a wand and you go around and you complete tasks. and It's like a big video game, but you know, you're inside and it's got props that you interact with and stuff. It's really cool. The one at Mall of America was set up really nicely, and I'm really curious to see what the ones at Great Wolf Watch look like, because they, apparently, they've definitely stepped things up from them, because the Mall of America location closed, and then Great Wolf Watch kind of became the center for Magic Quest, so yeah. should be, I, I'm really interested to see what it looks like. Like, the Mall of America, like, definitely, definitely want to, like, in another two years, go over to, like, put money aside first. But I know Cali, everybody's like, Cali's so cheap, and I'm like, no, it's not. Seeing what, after what they do, and I'm like, ooh, man, that looks expensive. Well, I know one thing that's really cool about Mall of America specifically, I can't speak for, I don't know what the rates are for their hotel there, but um, I do know it's nice that you can actually get direct transportation from the airport to the mall, so you can just skip that step, you know, which is pretty cool. I mean, I know Mall of America is like a city within so like, I've seen it, and I've, like, I've seen videos, and people are like, no, you can literally live in there, and that's like, there's a hotel inside there you can stay at. It's that how crazy it is. I'm like, holy yeah. shit. And Nick Universe is amazing, too. The theme park inside. Wow. Didn't even know they had one over there. Yes. Uh, inside the center of Mall of America is Nick Universe. It is the, it's a Nickelodeon-themed uh, park. 
it's been themed differently in the past. Um, at one point, it was a Peanuts park, and uh, it had a few other themes to it as well. But uh, primarily, now it's Nickelodeon, and they've recently even switched up, gotten some new attractions and stuff. Um, but uh, for the longest time, they had like there were two Ninja Turtle attractions. There was a Jimmy Neutron attraction, a SpongeBob like a ropes course, and a SpongeBob roller coaster. Um, some pretty cool stuff in there. It's just really neat because all indoors too, and so no matter what the weather's like in Minneapolis, you you're never going to have day, never yeah. have a bad day. Mm-hmm. Unlike here, like Florida, like there's so many things to do too. It's like so many indoor and outdoor attractions. That's pretty cool. Like you can do it. Like it's never going to stop. You know, you can always go play and. Yeah, and you know, it reminds me of, um, I was watching video of um, Wonder Brothers Movie World, Dubai. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah, they just came out. It's all indoors, too. It's really They have, like, a Gotham section. They keep promoting it all over Facebook. It's like, now you can, like, they did, like, I think they got, like, people that do parkour, and they had them playing Joker, and they had Batman, and they're, like, Joker and Harley Quinn were walking around, and, like, they shot the whole thing indoors. It's all parkour. They did, like, I have a welcome to Gotham, and I'm like, that's pretty cool. It's very detailed. Like, they even have, like, there's a Flintstone section, a Looney Tunes section. And, like, because it's indoors, they were able to control the entire environment. So, like, Gotham's really dark, you know, and you, the streets are lit really nice, and the Looney Tunes area is really bright, and there's, like, a sky painted, and it's just, it's really cool. Like, I, I imagine in Dubai, I'm not sure what the weather's like in Dubai, but pretty I mean, it's pretty cool that they have a way to have a park that's 100% controllable. Well, they have to because, it, you know, in Dubai, it's very, I have friends that are there right now for their yeah. wedding, uh, their honeymoon, and they, they spent months, they had a 24-hour layover, they were riding quads the other day over in Dubai, and yeah, it's very, very hot. I think of Florida, but just on a higher scale of heat, you know, and everything has to be indoors, everything has to be right. kind of, you know, controlled, because the weather's, you know, unpredictable, it's of either course, hot so. or, you know, humid, or it's like, you know, you can't have guests, you know, putting their ass off. And all the makeup would come off too, so they're like, uh oh. But it looks really, really badass. That's all the videos on stage fucking like, this is really awesome. They're like, no, we're going back to like the nineteen, you know, eighties Tim Burton movie, you know, the cold like, oh, shit. Oh yeah, it, it looks very inspiring. They were very by that. Tim Burton, yeah. yeah. They went And uh, even the Looney Tunes, like um I there were characters I'd never seen uh, in a park before or represented. Like uh Wiley Coyote I saw in the the video, I was like wow. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, like pretty fucking shocking. One of my favorite movies. It's kind of like going six flags. Kind of, yeah. it's like holy shit. You know, you look at that and you're like, how in the hell? What was your opinion of the coffin sleeping thing that they did? The what? Did you see the? Oh yeah. So I don't know. It seemed weird. Like so, you, if I understand correctly, you essentially the way it ended up, you would have gotten paid ten dollars an hour to be in a coffin, right? Pretty much. I don't know. I mean, you could just work. Each person, each person would get <laughs> do something a bit more productive. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if, hey, if you want to sleep for thirty hours, cool. I mean, a lot of them are just sitting in the reading books and you yeah, know, watching the live stream. No, I was a little concerned. It did say it was gently used, so I have some questions. <laughs> well, the coffins when they they looked at them, they weren't like mm-hmm. they were custom built. Yeah. So I mean, as long as it's not like you know. No, I, I'm thinking like what they're thinking is like, hey, I'm sure something was in here, but it was cleaned out, obviously. The body was, you know, these ones didn't look like that. They looked like they had six black puffs open and then put fabric and stuff in them. They didn't look coffee at all. Yeah. They had a, sponsored by Snickers, obviously, because they had a Snickers logo on them. And then you would just pull the thing up, like, just for your feet. And you would just lay, you would lay there like this, or you would just do whatever you want. 
get a pillow behind your back, you're just sitting like this. So then I'm like, alright, cool. Like, they were just sitting like this, but they were doing some guy was doing this. I think, didn't they say you get a bathroom break every once in a while? You do, you got bathroom and lunch. Yeah. So you got to go, I mean, you can't legally, I mean, you can sit on your ass for 24 hours. Your body's going to start hurting. That's why they, you know, even when they, when you're in a hospital, guys, they all talk about bed sores. Like, that, even when I was, like, in front surgery, they made me move every few minutes. Yeah. Like, they're like, hey, it's time for you to get up for a little bit. You have to move. So yeah, I had to get up and I had to walk around for a good about 15, 20 minutes. And then I got to go lay down again, but like every few minutes I had to like roll my butt over, like roll on my side because bed sores are no joke. Your body needs to move. Right. Because so there's guys like gamers. I was telling my buddy, Ernesto, who you know often, Michael, uh, was showing him like, I guess 10 gamers died from like certain gaming things. And one guy sat, played I think not more than one of these huge games for like I think 24 hours or 36 hours. And when he got up, he had a blood clot and he died. I guess it went to his heart. He had a heart attack. He like got up and he something happened. I don't know the whole thing, but it's like they shortened it. What happened? He sat down for so long that he had a clot because the blood could not flow. He's sitting on his butt so long. I was like, wow, that's pretty shocking. Yeah, like, yeah, it could happen. That's why they say too, you know, with long flights, it's important to try and get up, around move, yeah. More. yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially here, you got to keep your legs moving and moving, moving. Let the blood flow. Because your body wants to lose the circulation in some body parts. It's like, oop. Yeah. So it's like, wow. But yeah, like, there's a video, I'll send it over to you too, like, a couple gamers that died, like, one guy gained for, like, I think 24 hours or 36 hours, the key died from a heart attack, yeah. and he was, like, 30-something years old, I was like, wow, they're, like, just sitting on your ass for that one, it does not help, I think. Yeah. But yeah, they got to get up, stretch around, they got to, like, move their bodies. But, um, yeah, I mean, my opinion on I guess, I don't know, I mean, it's a fun gimmick, I kind of think for what it is, I feel like they should have maybe increased the, the cash price. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't know all the details, so maybe it's something anyone can do. Yeah. And if that's the case, cool. You know, but... Yeah, it's like 300 bucks, too, and the company, you know, they don't want to pay that much money anyway. Yeah. You know, you had 300 bucks, if it's not that much money, and then you get to make like, a gimmick out of it. I mean, ultimately, if someone wants to do it, then cool, you know, that's that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Power to you. That's a pretty good work day, you know, good weekend, you know, it's like, oh, but on the weekend, you guys can sit down and make some money. You know, put some live chats in there, you guys can talk. Or if that's your thing, if you just want to be in a coffin, you know, yeah. hey. I've got a friend that actually has a coffin. Yeah. He's got it at his coffee table. Pretty interesting, it's like all his gaming stuff, and I'm like, I walk in, I'm like, he's like, oh, it's in a coffin. I'm like, what? Moves the thing over, it's literally a coffin. It's got all his games in there, his movies, and I'm like, that's creepy. I was like, where the hell did you get it? He was like, oh, he's like, somebody was, you know, selling it, I wanted to buy it. But he ended up repurposing it, and it's got all this cool lights in it and shit. I'm like, that's creepy. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'd say it's creepy, but it's cool as fuck. Hey, you hope it slides, it's like slides open. You're like, oh, there's my games, there's my movies, there's my controllers. <laughs> and then like the top of it's like literally coffee table. You would never know. It's really creepy. It's really cool. Uh, it's almost about 5:30, guys. We're just kind of jamming. Um, anything else you want to talk about? Did we kind of touch everything? Or I don't know. We've kind of gone over a lot. Yeah, so it's just been a very Long day, yeah. Very fun we're, day. we're both tired, but Dakota, you know, got to meet Eddie for the first time. Got to win a little. He had a blast today. Yes, yeah. We were like very stoked today. Yeah, it was awesome a fun day. day. <laughs> it was very, very fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little tired, so like I'm not as like giddy and ready yet. Me, either. like I wish I could be more like woo. But I, I really am happy. I had yeah. such a yeah. He had such an amazing day. Today. I mean, winning Rocket was like his big fucking thing. He was like, I'm winning this. Yeah, that was that was. I mean, that you was spent, a surprise. Like, you spent 12 bucks on the first thing, and you're like, should I? Yeah, uh, I know. I was like, eh. 
I mean, hey, I had to try, but you know. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with doing that. Yeah, but it was it was it, it was a nice payoff because I mean you know, in in hindsight it was really funny because you know like twelve dollars for what was it three, three yeah two, three, six, three six hits and altogether. they weren't that heavy they weren't that heavy I was gonna jump yeah. and jump and throw one throw one for him but I was like I don't know if I could they would probably yell at me like you need to buy I'm like oh yeah but I don't even think the way you tossed them because the beans weren't that heavy either I mean they weren't that's the thing is like. It was hard, too, because, you know, I'm not tall, but I'm not as short enough to be, like, at level with it. So it was very awkward, too, the, the specific game I was playing, you know? Yeah. So I was just kind of like, I can't well, imagine someone The way it's set up is it's for you not to win. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Was, you know, the angles aren't supposed to be perfect. You can't, like, get a... Because where it was, it was on the road, like, near the road. You couldn't get on the road because people were trying to walk past you. And then you got somebody walking past you trying to throw it really hard, get the right, you know, projectile. You can't, you know... I mean, that's like, I hear that all day long, and people are trying to win stuffed animals, they're like, I can't win. It's like, well, I wonder why. They don't want you to win. Yeah, so definitely it was it was a uh, very nice payoff having Rocket so easy to win. Well, so, I mean, he was fair. not easy to win, but it was, we got lucky. So you spent like, what, 16 <laughs> bucks today, but you had fun. Yeah. It was only, that's the other thing, too, is I don't remember the, the, uh, the arcade machine. Like, I only played the one claw machine, but... Honestly, it was like, what, five bucks for six tries? Yeah, I don't remember being that expensive. Really, that's actually really good, you know? I mean, in yeah. terms of universal... Well, I mean, thinking, thinking like about it, it was like, you know, 50 cents for, let's see, 50, a yeah. dollar. And it wasn't that bad of a machine. Like, it was picking up, too. Like, it actually... You get seven plays, yeah. you get five dollars, yeah, so it pretty much makes it. Because nothing makes me... It's, it's so frustrating when you go to a machine, oh. and it's like one of those where it goes down and just goes, eh. And then barely hold on. Yeah. This one was actually clipping. Like, it was actually grabbing. Yeah, it wants, they want, they want yeah. you to win. I mean, if you take your time, and it gives you about 25 seconds per hit, so... I have so many questions. About? The, uh, the knight over there. Shame oh. Probably just bought it. Cool, cool. I didn't know we sold those. Probably didn't. Probably just brought it in, so... Cool, cool. Anyway, guys, I'm gonna finish my soda. I'm gonna rely. We've had a freaking great time. We're about to get the hell out of here because it's almost six o'clock. Yeah, it's uh, we've hit the hour. We're more horror night stuff going on over there. Have they closed the entrance over there yet? They're getting ready to, I believe. Yeah. So, anyway, guys, fun talking to y'all. We're gonna pretty much edit this one. Call it a week. Um, glad to have Dakota for the second time immediately. Like we really wanted to get this weekend started. And like I said, the reason why we got over here is because uh, he wanted to meet Eddie. You know, he was dying. He was like, I want to meet Eddie. Wanting to so I'm like, we can do this. He's like, what? I'm like, we can meet. We can set up. <laughs> I'm glad, glad I got to do it for you. Yeah, it was fun. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, you've never met? He's like, no, I've never met. Here's the story behind it. I'm like, yeah, I was like, what? What was that? Four years almost I was there? Yeah, and so it's after that you never got a chance to, you know, at least set up a time or date. Yeah, and you know, I never did. I One of my regrets is I never did cross train like I was over at Horror Makeup a lot because we operated you know we were one group but I, don't know, I never actually got cross I got trained. picked for it immediately yeah. like they literally were like oh you're perfect no. I almost did you know I almost did they had one day where they were short people and they were like hey Dakota you want to be cross trained at Horror Makeup and I was like sure so I go get the costume I came in I wore the costume I was there in the lobby they were gonna get me quick trained and then suddenly someone from Shrek was like oh, oh I can do it I'm like okay so oh. It was so close to happening. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it can happen. Yep. 
good venue. It's a great place if you guys ever check it out. Definitely, it's not a sleeping show. Definitely check it out. There's good, there's good cast and bad cast. Plus, it's a nice, it's a small theater too. So it's yeah, it's, it's, really, nice it's and, really intimate. Yeah. It's fun, and you can tell when people are really enjoying the show. It's a really, really fun show. Yeah, it's repeatable, but there's never, it's never the same show. There's different jokes every show. You don't know what's gonna happen. You know the basic outline, but you don't know really what really how it's gonna end up. Also. It's honestly, I mean, if we're not counting E.T., it's honestly the only attraction that yeah. pays real legacy to Universal. Like, it's that building it's universal. Be, yeah, it's Phantom know. of the Opera. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's as through, universal as it gets. <laughs> I literally walked to the back door, like, there's this hidden door, and I can't tell the guess where it is, but I literally walked behind it and climbed up the elevator. Because the elevator's actually locked. If you hit a button, you can lift it up. And it, yeah. There's a huge chandelier. If you look up, the chandelier actually would shake to tell you, that, hey, the show's about to begin. Get ready. And the Phantom would come up the elevator, open the curtain, and then unwind himself with his cloak, and you'd see the Phantom of the Opera. It's like, what the hell? Somebody had an old video, and they're showing me it. I'm like, that's creepy that he would come up like that. He's covered up, and all of a sudden he opens his, like, his own cave, and he's like, the Phantom. You're like, oh, that shit's awesome. That's awesome. Universal, what did you do to yourself? What did you do? <laughs> yeah, I will say, I will say I am glad that they are still, like with the merchandise we saw today and stuff, I'm glad that they are not abandoning their monsters, you know? Yeah. It's been rough, you know, we have the, the dark the dark universe kind of fell off the map and Oh yeah, because they really they really put yeah. all the eggs in one basket. But you know, they're they are trying. They're they're definitely trying to give the Universal Monsters a brand and a push. Yeah. And we've seen a lot of that new logo, you know, it's like they uh, on their Facebook pages even, they've unified the logos, they, it's very like um, low profile kind of they're, they're really trying to pull things together, and I like it. I like that yeah, they're I think what they, doing it. They need, like, a fucking Kevin Feige to come in and, like, well, like, listen, Universal needs their Kevin Feige, you know, from Disney. You know, they need that guy that's like, hey, I got you. Let me get this all squared away. We can get everything, our ducks in a row. It's kind of like, well, you know, what the M not the MCU, but the DCU is trying to freaking start. They can't get their foot off the ground because they don't have a collective, you know, mindset going, hey, we need to do this. But if Universal did that, like, we've been in the dark universe, they could get something off the ground, you know? Yeah, because, I mean, Universal, something they've got going for them is, you know, there's a lot of studios, a lot of movies, but Universal, I think it's pretty much undisputable that they founded horror, you know? They they got the foundation started there, you know? I mean, you had a lot of movies, a lot of you know filmmakers would experiment with that kind of stuff, but they really kicked it off. A thing, good podcast you know? that I listen to, and I recommend you all listen to, is called... It's called though. You must remember this, and I forget the actual episode name. But look up uh, Frankenstein's monster. Like type that in. It's called You Must Remember This. That is the name of the podcast. Uh, it's amazing. They talk about Boris uh, Karloff and Bella Lugosi, and uh, uh, it's Karina Longwood who does the podcast. She's amazing. She edited it so well. It is about I want to say an eight-part series, but it's. it's I recommend you listen to it too. It's so fucking good. And she talked about how Universal started the Monsters on it, how it all started, and then like how Bella Lugosi kind of fell off the map because he wouldn't work with Jack Pierce. Because I guess him and Jack, I watched that bunch of times, but he wouldn't work with Jack Pierce because I guess he wanted to do it with all makeup. But I guess him and Boris like kind of fell off too. Because Boris, his career just kept going and going. He just found his way to do other things. But Bella was kind of like, ah, uh, became an alcoholic and. You know, all these things, and uh, they talk about uh, you know Universal at the whole of like what their company was, and then uh, they talk about 
you know, the son of, you know, the son of uh, Carl Lemley starting Universal, but his son, Lemley Jr., really, he's the one that gets credited to Universal Monsters, how it all took off. And I didn't know that. I thought it was Carl Lemley. Carl Lemley was like, no, we're going to start this, you know, Universal Monster thing and then work it out. But the son is credited for um, starting the Universal Monsters. So I highly, highly recommend you guys check out. It's called You Must Remember This. Uh, look up Bella Lugosi and Boris Karloff. It's kind of like uh, versus Who Who, but it really collaborates well of what both these guys were doing, what their mindsets were, going into the genre of Universal Monsters, what the uh, the legacy was for Boris, and what the legacy was for Bella. And it was just like, oh my god. And Bella really fell off. Like from the end of it, he fell off the fucking map. Like he ended up marrying a really young girl. I mean, she was kind of tired of his, like his life. You know, he was just crying, and he was just, like always oh, so depressed. Was, like, look at me. I was handsome. I was gorgeous. Like, it's a really good listen. It's a really good understanding of what Universal started to do of their monsters. And I was like, oh, this is really cool. Because Universal monsters, they fell off the map too. They tried so many like, the Bride of Frankenstein. They fell off the map too. So like, they literally hit, hit, hit. And then, boom, downward spiral to the Universal Monster. And that's what kind of Universal kind of lost their legacy in of trying to get back. They're trying to find their foothold again. It's like, yeah, you have your hits, you can remake this classic and that classic, but the classic can never be redone. I mean, you have one spark magic there. You can do them in another guiding light, but some guys, they like the creature level of Black Lagoon, they like this. But even Wolfman, like, talking to. When you think Lon Chaney Jr. would take off from his father, he was. They talked about him too. Like he, he was garbage. He couldn't act. You know, it was pretty sad that his son couldn't really act. He was good at okay, but he wasn't. He wasn't. No, he wasn't his father. And when the talkies came around, like Lon Chaney Jr. or Lon Chaney had a problem talking because nobody wanted to hear his like his voice. His voice from what the character was was completely different, which was shocking. It was really, yeah, really shocking. Really good listen, but yeah, definitely check it out, guys. You must remember this. Um, Forrest Karloff and Bella Lugosi. It's really, really good. I believe it's like an eight-part series, but I think you guys will really, really enjoy it. Yeah, I recommend you listen to it, too. Yeah. I mean, if you like monsters like Wolfman, you'll, you'll love it. Oh, yeah, she really goes into the detail. She has guys playing the voices. Like, she hires other like, friends of hers to do, like, voices. They, and they did some of the parts of Boris. Parts of, yeah, it was, it was great. Really, really good. They talk about Jack Pierce and talk about what the monster, you know, what the makeup was all about. Yeah. Just shocking what Universal's mindset was back in that day of like, okay, let's do Wolfman. Well, we can get a guy that does this, Lon Chaney's son. He might be a great actor. No, it wasn't really that case. It kind of brings you kind of down because now you know how it's really done and you're like, oh, all right. So they had hits and then they had, you know, Bob. You're seeing what Universal's trying to do. I see what they're going with it, but they need to like stop and take a second like, hey, let's try this. I mean, going with Tom Cruise is not a bad choice. I mean, I liked the movie. I thought it was great. And it was based off the original of the Boris Karloff. Instead of Boris being the mummy, you know, uh, Sophia Batella was the mummy. Tom Cruise was kind of this, kind of, you know, army guy, you know, who gets, you know, hit murdered, he's trying to become death, trying to stay alive. It was really good. Excuse me. Uh, I liked it. Mike liked it too. Mike was, I thought Mike would not like it, but he watched it. And after it came out, he got it on, I think, Blu-ray or a Red Box or something. He was like, finally watched the movie movie. I'm like, oh, how was it? I was sick. He was like, actually, not bad. I think the chainsaws are started up. Yeah, 
I think that's time to call it, guys. You can hear the chainsaw they're firing up. And my lady's calling it, so it's a good time. Anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in. If you don't hear from us, you know what happened. Yeah, we pretty much got killed by chainsaws. <laughs> anyway, guys, keep an open mind. Try not to lose your head. Have a great week, guys. I'll talk to you later.